I'm not doing that. Come on, Nick. Don't be a bitch. No. Mom raised a lot of things, but a bitch ain't one of them. Well, proving me wrong today. I'm not going to chug that beer. Can't make me. Welcome to Scotch and Splenda, the podcast that tastes like The Office and gets you drunk like fantasizing about your favorite show being something completely different. Uh, here <laughs> on Scotch and Splenda, we're talking about anything and everything The Office, but most importantly, theories, side stories, and what ifs. We are your co-regional managers. I'm AJ. I'm BJ. I'm Nick. And on this episode, we decided to take a an interesting spin on, uh, on The Office itself. We're going to talk about fantasy castings. We're recasting some of our favorite stars and, and people with some of our other favorite stars and people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so so uh, you're in our world now. Yeah, you're in our world now. This is how this is how life this is how life will continue for you for like the next like I don't know, forty minutes. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, but first, guys, before we get too far in, we got to take a quick reminder. And while you're listening to this show, uh, drop us a review. Shoot us that five stars if you can. Uh, it's Spotify. It's on Apple Podcast. Uh, make sure that while you're doing that, you write us a review and you write us that fan theory in the mix of it all as well. Okay? Um, you can also now leave us a voicemail. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail now at 319-359-7977. That's the voicemail number. You just call on in, drop us a voicemail, and we can play it back on the air. But this time, we're going to go ahead and read one back to you that we found uh, is pretty darn interesting. Um, so this week's is that Dwight cannot separate fantasy from reality. Okay. So that the things he sees on TV or um, sees in movies, things like that, are difficult for him to decipher from what's real and what's not. Case in point, things like... Jim becoming a vampire, <laughs> or, or his neighbor's dog is a werewolf that he shot, but by the time he found it, it had returned back into his neighbor's dog. So he can't, he doesn't know the difference yep. between fantasy. He's, he's lived such a sheltered life that he can't discern between fantasy and reality. Yeah, he wasn't allowed movies as a kid. Um, he also wasn't allowed candy, so... A movie that fetishized it as much as Willy Wonka, Wonka. would have made no sense to him. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so he didn't watch movies. He didn't watch TV as a kid. So coming into adulthood now, it seems like he has a hard time sort of separating what's real, what's not real. What are some other instances of Dwight being like so far gone, essentially? Um, so we've got some supporting evidence here. Okay. So we've got, he doesn't know the difference between a hero and a superhero on diversity. <laughs> So when when Larry Wilmore, Mr. Brown, is trying to explain to him being a hero versus a superhero like Superman or Batman or any of those, doesn't know that one, believes he resorbed his twin in the womb and that his tissues made him stronger because he now has the strength of a full-grown man and a little baby. (laughs) 
Danny can raise and lower his his blood pressure, right? Cholesterol at will. (laughs) He believes that there's a one percent chance that the Ben Franklin impersonator is the real Ben Franklin. He is ninety (laughs) nine percent sure (laughs) that is not him. As he's over there quizzing him, yeah, he's preparing constantly for like zombie attacks. Were you nearsighted or farsighted? Both. Mm. That's why I invented the bifocals. Go! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I got. I got a question for you guys. Okay. Do you watch Battlestar Galactica? I, well, then I you're an it? idiot. No. No. <laughs> well, then you're an idiot. Then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. No, well, so then like, you're an idiot. <laughs> so that's a good point, though. Obviously, he knows stuff like that is not is not real. There's also a point where he's talking about one of the, the arguments that we have here against is that there's an instance where he talks about his ideal choice would be Jack Bauer, but he's unavailable and fictional. And fictional. <laughs> <laughs> so... So it's like he can tell between some things, but other things it's like, it, I think it's not that he can't tell the difference between like what is a movie and what isn't. I think it's, I think it's what it's, it's what m- those medias have told him like exists in the world. Yeah. So he's like, no vampires, they definitely could exist. There's no reason they couldn't. Zombies apparently exist to Dwight. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, these are the types of things that he's, you know, the post-apocalyptic wasteland is coming. It is coming. He's got his, yeah. he's got his shelter and his canning stuff that he's got to eat every so often. Right, right. Yeah. And he does think it's very plausible, whether it be one week, two weeks, four weeks, eight weeks, three months, four months. <laughs> I see that's possible. Six months. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's, very doable. here's a crazy one. Here's a crazy one. A year. I could see that happening. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I could see that happening. Yep. I, love, I love Pam's like like pat on Jim's back as she realizes what's just happening. Kiss on the cheek and goodbye. And like, all right, I'm out of here. I'll yeah. let you have your fun. You enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it's pretty excellent. Oh no, uh, there's definitely something like with with uh, uh, with with him that he thinks that there's some reality to this fictional yeah. stuff. And I do like that. I like to believe that. So I'm going to let that be. I like to believe that he's like, he's in on this. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't I know mean, that. Uh, Go ahead, Beach. I was just going to say like the, the vampire and the werewolf, that's pretty damning evidence that he 1000% believes that those are possibilities are real. Yeah. Like, and, and so yes, the like Jack Bauer thing. On maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yep yep like and so maybe the jack bauer thing it's like okay he can discern certain tv shows but like the yeah. lore of vampires says goes way further than twilight you know like yeah. it's a thing i think and it makes sense the that they would come to a sylvania like yeah. pennsylvania pennsylvania <laughs> <laughs> i think he i think that he really does believe in some of this fictional business i think he's i think he's like really into cryptids or really into like this uh this fictional stuff yeah i love the idea in my head of like dwight and angela many years now into their marriage and she's still dealing with this bullshit like anytime there's like i don't he sees some shadow outside and the conditions are right and he's like it's a skinwalker she's just like oh my god (laughs) i don't i can't think of anything else though like that would be like for or against this right off the top of my head yeah at the moment uh, so there was like his x-men school 
as a kid <laughs> that he had. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he, he was for the for the gifted and like yeah, at, his, his his Dollar Tree X Men. Yeah, Charles Xavier. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. His his school for the gifted from Wish Which was mostly just mostly yeah, just it's them the, doing farm the, chores. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the perf- it's the Wish dot com Professor Xavier. Yeah, what yeah. <laughs> he does acknowledge that like the guy was a shyster and it was a knockoff of X Men. Yeah, and he does yeah. go even so far as to sort of like mock the fact that one of the guys that's there for the junior salesman interview still believes it. Yeah, the guy uh, who, who is it? Eric. Yeah. Eric, uh, I can't remember his last name off the yeah, top of my head. I know but, yeah, you're talking about. From Tim yeah. and Eric. Yeah. But yes, that's yep. it's very funny. Because what, what is the power that that guy thinks he still has? Uh, it's something really asinine. It's really silly. It's like dogs it's like can a, understand him I, or something. Dogs or something. Dogs know <laughs> so, what, what he's pointing at or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> it's something really asinine like that. Night hearing. Dogs understand where I point. And our training included picking carrots, scrubbing tubs, sewing imitation Levi's, and a lot of telemarketing. <laughs> <laughs> Night hearing? Night hearing? (laughs) Dogs understand where I point. (laughs) God damn it. That's good stuff. So great. Super (laughs) good, man. That's a great bit. I can't I can't uh I'm not even gonna fight this. Like I'm just I'm kind of just like in on this at this point that I'm like I'm cool with it. Like maybe he maybe he does believe like some of this stuff really is like a thing. Like like the the universal monsters and like cryptids and stuff. I think that's what Dwight definitely believes is a real thing. Cuz he obviously can't tell the difference. Whether or not and I think the question really comes back to is not whether or not he truly believes it, it's that he can't tell. It's Dwight can't separate fantasy from reality yeah. is the theory. I think that this is absolutely valid. I think that's fair. Yeah. I'm I'm in on that. Yeah. Dwight All right, we'll heart. vote it in. Yeah. Dwight can't determine reality from from fiction, so, so like all this stuff. So I love it. I love that a lot. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan. It's voted in. <laughs> <laughs> night, you had me at night hearing. <laughs> yeah, you had me at night. Hearing. <laughs> That's so good. Oh my gosh! That's, I can't believe we haven't covered that bit in our twenty three episodes or whatever. Oh my god! I know. Until this point, because I know we've covered sections of like. The yeah. interviewing for the junior sales employee mm-hmm. because we've talked about like um was it Chris Gethard when he's in there yeah and he's doing the sales thing we're talking about Moe's we've talked about his portion oh yeah and like yeah I'm really shocked that we haven't brought up his his wish dot com oh my god dude it's cool I love it um well that's good enough for me i think uh just so i don't have to believe in the fantasy anymore can somebody pour me a drink hey, hey. good segue let's yeah. pop this bottle i brought are you gonna pop the bottle <laughs> i thought that's what... i thought that was the cue for that there it is there it is it was okay the cue. you got it he didn't so i actually brought something very unique for us to try today so this is actually my own legacy bottle that i made so every every year I kind of collect, um, you know, 
obviously bourbons. And then I make a legacy bottle once a year. So this is my 2021. Um, And I will go ahead. I will go ahead and I'll just read you every bourbon that's in here that makes this blend. List it for me, daddy. Okay. So it's uh, Jefferson's Ocean. uh, That's the aged at C1 cask strength. New Richmond rye. That is one of the only ryes in there, AJ, so don't worry. And it's a very mild rye. Okay. Uh, it's, it's got a standard Blanton's in there. It's got the regular Jefferson's Ocean, so not the cast strength. It's 10% lighter. Standard Buffalo Trace, uh, 10-year Eagle Rare, Angel's Envy, Whistlepig Farmstock, Hudson Baby Bourbon, Ezra Brooks, uh, Mitchers Bourbon, Four Roses Small Batch, Woody Creek, um, E.H. Taylor Single Barrel, Bond and Lillard, and that was a bottled and bond one, 50%. Nice. Um, High Rye Redemption, that's also a rye. Willet, Booker's, uh, and that was the last one, so the Booker's, and that okay. one's high, that's 62. So overall, the proof blended out is 98.5 or 49.25%. Okay. okay. That's right about the neighborhood where we're normally at. I feel like we're up around 100 yep. most of the time. All right. All yep. right. So, and that is, uh, and when I crack a new bottle, basically I take exactly, uh, 1.25 ounces out of each one and I mix it in for a very, very interesting blend every year. Okay. And so here's this one. Rock and roll. Do you ever any- So cheers. When you have like your really special bottles, do you do the same thing with those or do you save those for your own with like your, oh, I- like your boss hog that you got this year? Oh, yeah, that's in my 2022. Oh, wow. Yep. I, I don't know whether to be, I don't know whether to think like, oh, that's amazing or wow, what a waste. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that's going to be cool. I, yeah, I'm excited to try your 2022 if you're feeling generous with that one as well. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen, uh, cheers to this. Let's talk about some fantasy f- peoples. Cheers. Cheers, Keys. Cheers. Mm. that's got a nice like slow building spice to it yeah yeah it does actually kind of baking spices yeah i'm actually not upset about that mm, it's warm all that. the way down here's the problem guys I what's don't, the problem well i don't i don't want bourbon on summer days <laughs> If I'm being honest, <laughs> I have like to start straight making bourbon. all of AJ's stuff into a mint julep. Yeah, I was just gonna say, if you could put it into a mint julep while wearing a derby hat, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> I, would, I would greatly appreciate that. This fucking guy. Uh, we could, we could just do vodka lemonades until uh, yeah. <laughs> until winter, and then go back to bourbon if you just, want. If you can, just make me an Arnold Palmer and then put this into it, and I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love it. Okay. Uh, but for the sake of tracking it, we've got to have your pure, unfiltered, unadulterated Splendor rating. Oh, that's right. I wish, I. so I will say too, I've been going through and cataloging the Splendor ratings and yeah. putting together a spreadsheet. Yeah. And we did not start on that until the fifth episode. Are you serious? The first four bottles. You mentioned in like the second episode that you should start doing that, but we don't do it till the fifth one. <laughs> Okay. And it makes me want to like bring you all of those back and have you try them again. Got to redo it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, But I also know that one of those is 
the peated whiskey barrel that you hated so so much. Oh, and I don't oh, think yeah. you'd drink that again. We don't want that. No, we don't that, was that, that was twenty-two splendors. Twenty-two splendors. <laughs> 2022 Splendas. Pour me a yeah, shot yeah. of that into a pack of yeah. Splenda packets. Yeah, just let it become, you know, whiskey flavored Splenda. Uh, All right, AJ, take take one more sip and then give us your rating. Right. I want a true. I want a true rating here. It's actually very drinkable. All things considered, um, it's actually very easy to drink. It doesn't doesn't burn me, like right up front. Gets to the back of the tongue. Drops down. I can feel it falling all the way down. Um, so I'm gonna say this is this is a quarter packet. Quarter packet. Quarter packet. That you know what? Okay. I'm gonna go an eighth of a packet. Eighth. Oh, oh all right. This is our new lowest ever. Yeah. I think this is an eighth of a packet. Wow. Look at him go. Yeah. So that's because it's like, wow, you know what? And you know what? I would love this. I would probably have said none if there, if I had an ice cube in it. Why didn't you put an ice okay. cube in it? You do an ice cube in most of them. I know. I just didn't bring them down. So You, you doofus. <laughs> you have squandered, You've squandered the chance for our first no <laughs> splenda on your oversight of refreshment. <laughs> he hasn't had a single no splenda yet. No, I not thought a one. I have. Not that I know of. Oh not the ones God. that I've done so far, yeah, at least. Fine. I'm about halfway through them, but we don't have one yet. Okay. Did you do that Angel's Envy? Uh, yep. The, the finished ride. I, I was just thinking yeah. if we went back to that one, I bet he'd be no Splenda on it now that the palette has changed a little Fair bit. Enough. Yeah. But here, let yeah. me pull that up on my spreadsheet here real quick for you. Yeah. No, I think it's. I think it's very good. Uh, Angel's Envy finished rye was one quarter pack. A quarter pack, yeah. Yep. See, okay. I think now we've hit the okay. all-time low. Here. Your highest that I've run into was the Barrel Bourbon Private Release, and that was two full packs. <laughs> <laughs> two. Full that was packs. a really that that was, that was a very high was whiskey. A hot <laughs> yeah. We spent you and me spent there sitting there going, "That's <sighs> a hot <Yeah>. whiskey." <sighs> <man>. <laughs> that was uh, you drank that at like nine p.m. on the coldest. <laughs> January night yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. And you are and you still think you're you're sweating. Uh-huh. You're still hot. That makes sense. <laughs> I, I'm excited to get this all all finished cataloging and then I'll get yeah. everything updated and I'll just put it on like our uh, our, our Facebook or something. page or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. we can have just a living document. Hell yeah. That sounds good. So all right. Well uh eighth of a packet for for BJ's Infinity Bottle 21. Outstanding. Uh, great stuff there. Great stuff there, gents. That's a great blend, Beach. Um, yeah, very good stuff. Thank you for sharing, sir. Uh, well, I think that there is no reason that we should delay any longer. I know I've got about three to four of these that I just I had to get out into this ethos of ours. And I would yep. love to hear what you guys have to say about some fantasy castings that have crossed your mind. Now, this could be this could be the main cast. It could be the peripheral cast and everything. But what we don't want is we don't want to create new characters. That's coming next week, correct? Yeah. Um, and so... That's our, like, 
fantasy cameos are like, right. man, I really wish this person was on the show. It's like, I wonder if this person would have come in and then like, how would they have come in maybe, yeah. right? And yep. like, and yeah. I don't mind if there's some overlap. I've got no problem if there's some overlap since, you know, we can't get them into this main role yeah. or this role that was in the show. We can put them into our fantasy um, uh, cameos or, or additionals uh, next week. But I want to hear about what you guys think about this and how you how you approach this. So when okay. I was going through this, sorry, Beach. When I when Go I was going it. through this, I was uh, looking mostly at like people who had auditioned, people who they had looked at for roles initially, even if it's not somebody that they auditioned, but people that like showrunners had in mind, and then right. thought through those. So that's kind of what I'm pulling from is that list of people who had like auditioned but weren't cast or were in the showrunner's front of mind for roles and weren't cast okay all right cool but i don't i don't mind it if everybody's is a little bit different format if i'm honest i think that that'll give us some cool variety yeah i think it'll throw some variety into it bj what did you do how are you approaching this um well i went out for a cocktail with my my beautiful partner kendra Uh, and she gave me a lot of her opinions and some of them were so hilarious that I, I wrote them down. Um, otherwise, no, I did not take that approach. I went like, what if this actor played this role instead? Because I didn't change essentially like what anything about the character. I just changed in my head. It changed. Yeah. Well, everything about them on how that actor would play that role. Right. Right. So. So I'll, I can I can throw one out if you if you want. Okay. Yeah. Please. Okay. So, uh, Josh Gad as Dwight. So if you don't know who Josh Gad is, oh yeah. He's the, uh, oh wow. Yeah. So he he for if, if people listening, if you don't know off the top of your head, he's the voice of Olaf, uh, the, the 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 lovable snowman. If you're a if and, you're a new girl person, yes. Bear claw. <laughs> Bear claw. <laughs> yeah. So. So, so when I came up with it, I was thinking bear claw. <laughs> oh, bear claw! What is happening? <laughs> he is hysterical, dude. He is great oh, in that, dude. Okay. And so, I think yeah. so. His his I, Dwight to you is he is he the same sort of Dwight, or does he play the character he, differently? So he is just like no, like I said, I I don't really want to change too much. Like he's a super nerd. He loves Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, he's really in. You know, he he thinks he's an outdoorsman with being really really bad at being an outdoorsman type thing. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think he would just absolutely play that role fantastically. Like I want <laughs> I want him to have like like larger sideburns like Dwight has in some yep. of these episodes, and the same glasses, obviously. Um, I think it would be really funny. <laughs> I, like well, watching him get upset oh. about Jim pranking him, I yeah. think would be like the perfect exact, <laughs> you know, reactions. <laughs> I want Josh Gad in the role of Dwight so bad in healthcare, oh. like healthcare plan. Oh my yeah. God. Where it's so he's Dwight just, yeah. centric and he's just like drunk with power. He's just gatekeeping the entire episode. Oh my God. That would be hysterical. Oh, that's a good yeah. one, man! Holy cow! Can I can I go my alternate <laughs> Dwight? That was my first my first one. Yeah, so yeah, go for it. Mine's one of the auditioned actors who was not cast, and it was Patton Oswalt oh. as Dwight. Yeah, yeah, oh. that would have been a really good He's one too. Hilarious! I think that he would have been able to bring that. Like, if you're not familiar with Patton Oswalt, he's been in a ton of different stuff, but. 
Um, I, the character that I'm thinking of, like drawing from in my head with him, is his role in Parks and Rec. His like his like crazy historical oh, yes. society guy in yes. Parks and Rec. Yeah, Ted. And just like Ted Dats. Yeah. Oh, yes. Ted Day. Ted Day. That's right. That yeah. attitude as Dwight, I'm picturing like uh, your your pilot episode, right? Where he's like slamming all the pencils down because he's created this like sharpened pencil fence. Yes. Like you can just see Patton Oswalt in my head with it. Oh, man. I I, I do like that. Patton Oswalt is, uh, is hilarious regardless. And yeah. uh, funny thing about Patton Oswalt during Parks and Rec when he described... Uh, for his uh, filibuster. Oh my God, the Mandalorian! <laughs> yeah. The Mandalorian. When he descri- when he described Boba Fett's like story, they put it in as the Besker steel armor armor hand, hand emerges <laughs> from the sand, uh, panning down from the twin sons of Tatooine, and that's exactly what happens yeah. in the opening scene. Outstanding! <laughs> it's so brilliant. Oh man, very funny stuff. I love that, dude. I do have a Dwight. That's a good one. I do okay, have a go. Dwight. Okay. Um, now this might be a far fetched one for you guys, but I I think that this would be very very funny because of how serious this person is in so many of his roles. Yeah. And you guys have to tell me, but I think Ben Foster would be an amazing Dwight. And if you don't know Ben Foster, he was in uh, Hell or High. Uh, Hell or High Water. He was in Three Ten to Yuma. Um, okay. He, he yep. was in uh, Hostels. He was in. Um, geez, what else has he been? He, he's a. He was. He was in. Um, what's the one with uh, Justin Timberlake? Oh uh, no, Alpha Dog. Alpha Dog. Alpha Dog. Yeah. He was the yeah, brother. Yeah, that movie's Alpha great. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. But, he plays like. He plays a really good like meth addict. <laughs> he does. Like, he, he, plays does. A, he plays a yeah. really good bad guy he in plays, a lot of things. He plays an amazing bad guy. But I just think of Ben Foster there, dressed in Dwight clothes with Dwight glasses on, in a mustard shirt, and oh him God. just being over Jim's shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty outstanding. I mean, think think about him just thinking like, identity theft is not a joke, Jim. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. getting upset He'd about just be that. like way more imposed. With absolutely, man. Like I, f- I feel like part of what Rain Wilson has going for him is that, and this is this is maybe what you have with like Patton Oswalt and um, Josh Gad. Also, is that like Rain Wilson's a tall guy, but I wouldn't call him like an imposing physical presence. No, no. Like Ben Foster, he's a he's a pretty built dude from everything that I remember seeing him in. Like yeah. he's in he's in pretty good shape. But I feel like you can you can make him like you could uh make him kind of scrawny yeah. looking, but he's he is a very fit person. When you think of but, Dwight Schrute and his karate, you just imagine the awkward anime lanky white kid with dirty yeah. glasses at in high school and middle school. <laughs> yeah. And like it's like he grew up and he's 35, 40 years old now and that's it's Dwight Shrew. Yes. And but, I, oh man, he would be he would be really good. I like he'd the be idea. So much of, fun to watch. Yeah. I like the idea of like casting against type for that sort of thing. Yeah, dude. Like I just think it would be it would be so much fun to like to watch him be that person and yeah. like his his outbursts would be hilarious. Yes. Like it would be it would be a, a lot of fun to watch uh Ben Foster just I don't know. And and again, like if you don't know exactly who I'm talking about, look him up. Once you see his face, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. He's he's fantastic. Um, just a great actor regardless. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Anybody that's a good else? One. Like, what's uh, what's some uh, what's some other like main casters or like kind of in that in that main? We'll keep it to the main bullpen for right now. Does anybody yeah. else in the main bullpen or reception or like that area? Um, uh, there's I, finance. Okay. Oh, or, go ahead. Let me, let me throw this one out for fun here. Okay. Okay. Now hear me out. You got to hear me out. I will. Okay. We're going to do uh, Robert Pattinson as Jim, Kristen Stewart as Pam, and oh, no. Taylor Lautner as Roy. Okay. So, <laughs> oh my God. Look, look, BJ, this is your this is your office podcast, not Kendra's. Okay. <laughs> if you thought Dwight had a hard time separating the vampires and fantasy before (laughs) he would he would take one look at pasty awkward Kristen stewart and he'd be like oh yeah she's a vampire for 100 yeah he'd see anemic (laughs) twilight looking robert pattinson and he'd be like oh yeah so wait you said you said you you had robert pattinson as jim Kristen stewart as pam and who is taylor lautner Dwight as Taylor Roy. Lott. Roy. No, Roy. Oh, Roy. Okay. okay thank That's your that's love glad. triangle. The love triangle, of course. How could I yeah, how could I miss that? Uh, God dang it. Okay. I don't I don't like it. I don't <laughs> I don't like it. Taylor Lautner I is don't think... one of those people that has gotten an incredible amount of work based exclusively off of how good he looks. Yeah. And yeah. I have to say, <laughs> the moment I have to, I have to watch Kristen Stewart Pam be uncomfortable for even a moment. Ugh. It's going to make me even more uncomfortable. I I want to put you in a really uncomfortable place right now. I want you Please. to live in the moment where Kristen Stewart is getting fake fired by Michael Scott in season one. Oh. Uh, oh, you can't watch yeah. that. God. You can't watch that. I she would not handle. I, uh, I can literally like see her like cringing that and stupid, like, like yeah her, like, yeah like uh, face that she like does. she she puts her head into her shoulders and yeah, like kind of yeah, crosses exactly, her arms yeah. and like she, she like almost word. shrinks into herself. It's the, it's the <laughs> like, Amber heard my dog stepped on a bee. It's that face it's all that. the time with Kristen it's, Stewart. I, it's the I turned around and I said you slapped me, Johnny. That's yeah. what I'm seeing right. <laughs> 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 God, I don't like that. That's pretty upsetting. I'm gonna be honest with you, Ben. Um, oh, I got Ben. You got Ben. <laughs> Man got Ben. So rude. <laughs> uh, on all on right, the subject I, of Pam, yeah, uh, be you're an always sunny guy, correct? Big time. You know, Gail the big, snail big auditioned time. for Pam. Did she really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. She plays. Uh, she's in another show I was watching, and she's like super normal. Yeah, in that show. Uh, what was it? She's the girlfriend of oh, re, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes, she's like the the yeah, girlfriend Charles's of Charles's uh, wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah Charles's wife. Yeah, and like she plays a totally different character. And oh, she's yeah. a really good actress. Yeah, she's really really funny. Um, I think yeah. that she would have been a strange as hell casting for that. Yeah, I don't know if I see yeah, her yeah. as Pam. She's uh, she's lovable, yeah, but not as lovable as Jenna Fisher, I think. Also, like, and at the risk of sounding misogynistic here, because I know that I'm going to get that, I just don't think she's very cute. Like, Pam is very girl-next-door crush cute. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And like, and yeah. maybe it's because the very first thing I ever saw her in was "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," and so maybe a small part of her is always Gail the Snail to me in my head. Yeah, but they like, were... Gail the Snail. <laughs> Have you yeah. watched Always Sunny? AJ? Uh, very little. Oh, very little. The oh fucking my noise she makes, BJ. I can't separate yeah. that from the. <laughs> I hate it. I hate. I already hate it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. and I mean, it is tough to look at her after all. I can every time I see her, I'm just like in my head. I'm throwing salt at her because you he got to salt the snail. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh. and, and there's you know the one scene that you cannot get out of your head is Danny DeVito saying, "You're just mashing it." Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop it! Uh, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about, but I don't. Yeah, want. you do. I don't want yeah, it. Yeah, you do. I don't want From it. From context, you got it. All right. <laughs> Fine. Can I give you guys my Pam that Please, I have? Please, get us off of this. All yeah. right. Um, uh, I, think, I think what I've decided is that, or what I've, I've realized after now I'm going to say this, is I'm creating The Office if it was a drama on AMC or, or FX. Yeah. Um, and so my Pam would be Elizabeth Moss. Okay. From um, Handmaid's Tale and Handmaid's Tale uh, and Mad, Mad Men. Men. Yes. Yeah. Um, Peggy Olson. Peggy Olson. Uh, she is phenomenal. Number one. Um, I like. There's no. There's no reason. Or uh, it, it would be this. Or uh, who's who else is it from? Uh, I'll think of her name in a second. But from what? Uh, from Mad Men. It was uh, Pete Campbell's wife. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, Allison Brie. Yeah, Allison Brie. She yep. would also do a, a well in a pan. But I think she's. I, and again, I, it's kind of the same idea. It's like she's like she might be like they would have to like make her just like they did to Jenna Fisher. They're gonna have to dumb her, dull her down. Like they're, they're gonna, gonna have, have to really to dull her down less her, stunning than she yeah, is. In exactly. Real life. And Elizabeth Moss is the same way. But you're just like you're like okay, wait, wait, wait. I think that the the mannerisms though of Elizabeth Moth, yeah, uh, Moth Moss is where I'm coming from though. I yeah. think her mannerisms. Or Pam to a T, and I, I think it would be phenomenal to watch her in a, um, you know, because granted in Mad Men Peggy Olsen is kind of similar, although she starts not as a complete like in the most misogynistic workplace, yeah, imaginable other yeah. than Michael Scott, uh, of course. <laughs> but she like she, I feel like her going to that place of strength, like yeah, like uh, Pam does as an arc in this show. It would be great to watch that as Elizabeth Moss. I'd be all about it. You know who I want as yeah. Pam? Give me Kristen Bell as Pam. No. Come on. Wait, 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 wait. Kristen, uh, for some reason I went back to Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. I'm sorry. I had PTSD. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> knee jerk reaction. No. No. I'm sorry. I thought we the doctor hit my now. knee again. <laughs> No, Kristen I don't want to think about her anymore. It, it like she has the look. She yep. like her look across the room of yep. like uh, of like I think of her when I think of Roy walking in with the two like wedding yeah. dinners. Yeah, chicken, chicken or, or fish, fish. and yeah. she says chicken and yeah. she takes the chicken. That right there, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think Kristen Bell is like that girl that friend zoned every single guy friend in high school. Yeah, because now she's all of her, her <laughs> all <laughs> of her friends fell in love with her. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I was taking a drink. Yeah. Friend zoned people in high school. Alternate casting: Amy Smart from Just Friends as Pam. Amy Smart. Okay. Yeah. 
she's got kind of a similar vibe. Yeah. Like, I think that she could bring the same sort of energy that I think, Jenna Fisher does. I think you're right. Um, I think Amy Smart would be a better um, Angela. Ooh. I think, oh, I yeah. Think, I Her think is she like would be the a, judgmental shrew. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah. That's that's my Angela. I I I pray that that BJ has some sort of cute as a button replacement for Angela, but I don't know if he's going to do it. <laughs> 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 I, I I do have one. Okay, wait. And you it's the time I I I thought about it and I think she just could play this role really really well. Angela of being uh, uh, playing Angela, this okay. this this uh, actor, um, Reese Witherspoon. Now, hear me out, okay? okay. Mm. So, if you ever if you've ever seen the movie, uh, gosh, it's Legally on blonde. Kendra's. Like, no, not that one. Legally uh, Blonde, two red, white, and blonde. Yes, that one. Thank you. Okay, so in Legally Blonde, in Legally Blonde, two Electric Boogaloo, she plays. <laughs> Le- legal, legally blonde, legally blonde to lost in Manhattan. Go ahead. Yep, lost. In, it's legally blonde to the squeakwall. The squeakwall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're really off the rails. I love uh, no, Sweet Home Alabama. The Sweet way Home that Alabama. she kind of yes. put, pl- yeah, the way that she plays the uh, the the north, the New York kind of you know uh, uptight. I think she could play the uptight, like kind of nose in the air for no reason type yeah, thing. Yeah. Cause like that movie, I mean, is about her growing up in Alabama, like, and then she moves to New York and then she's got her nose in the air for no reason. And then she yeah. goes back home. I get, I, I have the opportunity of watching that movie at least once every couple months. So, and <laughs> of course, Reese Witherspoon is cute as a button. So I think uh, she could play that role. She is. And that's it. Cute. Can I, can I stick with accountants? Please. You know who else auditioned for uh, Kevin? Oh. Ashton Kutcher. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You know what? Uh, Eric Stone Street. Did you ever see... Have you guys seen Modern oh, Family? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a Cam yeah. from Modern oh, Family. Oh, yeah. He auditioned for Kevin. Yeah. And I think he would have been a really funny character as Kevin. He's got a more like wide-eyed, glossed-over look on his face. Yeah. And I think I would have been here for it. I think that yeah. if Eric Stone Street got cast as Kevin... I think that they keep Kevin more as season one Kevin moving forward. The like fairly normal kind of doofy, like sort of spacey type of guy. Yeah, yeah. But and not like the full on carnival funhouse Kevin that you get in like season seven, eight, nine. Oh god, yeah. Um yeah. But I think he would have I think they would have made him a little bit more uh like season one Kevin is so dry. Yeah. Like monotone, dry. And I know I'm just like typecasting him because of Modern Family, and I love that show. Yeah. But he's very eccentric. And oh, he's yeah. very fun. And he's like he. I mean, he's like my favorite character in that show. And yeah. but he, God, I think funny. he would be a little bit more <laughs> like charactery, but not in the same way yeah. that Brian Baumgartner gets. You know, like gets dumber and gets like like he, I think he would just be a little bit more like eccentric. I guess. Yeah. You know what he is? He would be season season two Kevin, and I just want that the whole time. He's yeah. confident enough to play cards, but do- doofy enough to like fumble through what's happening in the office. Yes, and I love that. Yep. And he'd just be a little bit more like over the t- like a little bit extra. You know, in Modern yeah. Family, he has a great bit 
where he's talking to somebody at like daycare and the lady says something about like I really liked Devil Wears Prada. I just don't know that Meryl Streep was the right choice. And it like cuts to him in this talk again. He's like, wasn't the right choice? Meryl Streep could play Batman and be the right choice. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Oh, shit, man. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I've I've got some got- like uh, some random ones, but I I think I want to like before I get too far into like like on the outskirts, I want to kind of stick within that bullpen. Yeah, sorry, good. Still, whatever you guys have. Does anybody have a recast for Michael Scott? I do. This is tough. Go for it, AJ. It, do you guys? I, want I have a weird. Do you have one, BJ? I have a weird one and I, I'm going to stick to it and I'm going to, I just, I, Monday morning, I'm going to drive to work knowing that there's probably people listening to this podcast and knowing that when they hear this piece said, I'm going to get booed. Okay. But, <laughs> but I'm okay with it. You get booed not for Twilight recast. <laughs> no, I think, I think uh, people are really going to like that one. That's like, a, that's like a Saturday Night Live skit. Like the cast of Twilight was hosting Saturday Night Live and they did an episode of God. The Office with I, those three. Or like it. I wish like I could the see Oscars that foil back box then set. When, I really do. I wish I could yeah. see that foil box set, God. man. It's upsetting. <laughs> BJ, what's yours? Tell me your Michael Scott recast. Okay. And it better not be Rob- Billy Burke. <laughs> it's not. I'm going, I'm going, I'm changing his sense of humor from slap happy to dry sarcasm. And that okay. is Robert Downey Jr. Oh. Okay. So you want, and I think, are you wanting Tony Stark I think he, style or? Uh, I, I'm thinking like a hybrid of like the slaps, like Tony Stark sarcasm, but then also sprinkle in like, I, I mean, more like Steve Carell, like, you know, a little bit of slapstick in there too. Not all just dry, like, like Iron Man. Um, but just imagine him like saying, that's what she said. Cause I can hear it. I love the idea of like a lighthearted, goofy Robert Downey Jr. I like the idea of lighthearted, um, Downey Jr. But I also I like the idea of him looking around the room for approval, yeah. that like of his yeah. jokes, and that I think is funny. Yeah, that I think right there the is the wide eyed, open mouth, like huh? That's that's what she said. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know that kind of yeah. a thing, like <laughs> so. Robert Downey Jr. going. The only thing I'm worried about getting a boner, getting a boner. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> You can hear him say it. You sure can. <laughs> you definitely can. Him, 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 rifling a, a, a crutch across the blinds and asking Pam to come rub rub butter butter on his foot. But I, I, I have love, country crock. I love the idea of Robert Downey Jr. also still continuing to be as unsuccessful with women as Michael Scott is. Yes. Despite the yeah. fact that he is like an aggressively handsome man, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, like he just torpedoes every relationship. Regardless. <laughs> he just still can't seal it up. <laughs> so you take Tony Stark, you strip away all of his money, you yeah. strip away all of his intelligence and, and his, his uh, and, and his goatee, of course, <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. But then also goatee. his like mojo with the ladies, and he is like a branch manager at a mid-level paper supply company oh my god i think it works i think it works i think it'd be very funny i think he it's yeah that makes pretty good sense i 
I saw Robert Downey Jr. for a, a glimpse as uh, Andy Bernard as well, but I, I think I like him more as Michael Scott in this scenario. So Yeah. 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 I dig um, that. I'm into it. I will tell you this. Right, what do you got? Who's your who's your Michael Scott recast? Um, so my Michael Scott recast is um, Billy Burke. Well, no, uh, <laughs> he needs a mustache. Billy Burke needs a mustache. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. No, so the the important thing to remember here, guys, is that time is not a factor in this. Right. We're fantasy. Uh, so you're gonna say, yep, you're gonna. So say it's somebody... Rick Moranis. <laughs> well, no. Oh my god. But, I was trying to imagine. Look, though. I was trying not to pull anything over from other things, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a goat for me it's in one John, place. It's John Candy is Dwight. John just Can- continue to There move. you go. He's but. basically Del Griffith, okay? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, look, I can't put Steve Martin, Rick Ducumin, John Candy, and, and Rick Moranis all into... Uh, this show, I where can't do, do it. Where here. does Tony Pants fit into the equation? Tony Pants. <laughs> oh, uh, he'd probably be Toby. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Or Joey Pants. <laughs> Joey, Sorry, Pants. Joey Pants. Joey, Joey Pants. Joey Pantaleon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, time is not a factor here, guys. Yeah. Okay. So my Michael Scott just happens to be an inspiration to Michael Scott. Okay. And that is Gene Wilder. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so you're, you're talking like like Willy Wonka yeah. era, like mid forties Gene. Wilder. Talking Blazing Saddles. Okay. Yeah. Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein style. I'm talking like we we kind of like his hair is Gene Wilder has crazy crazy, crazy hair right, hair. but yeah. this version of Michael Scott would have it combed to try to be tamed. Oh, you know what I mean? My God. <laughs> but he can't. He it's clearly a, can't. Yeah. Oh, man. But sticking up in the back. Yeah. 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 It's like curls <laughs> at the base of the neck, like that sort of. And he has such a hard time cutting himself off from talking about anything yeah. at any point in time. And oh, his, man. his clothes are always going to be like just not the right fit quite. And yeah. he's probably, instead of him wearing obnoxious ties, he's probably wearing an obnoxious like suit color or pattern. That's what that's what my Gene Wilder is. That's what my Michael Scott Gene Wilder is. I dig that. I so, think he'd be really funny. Yeah. I love the idea of bringing in people from different time periods. For yeah. Because <laughs> I did. I did try to stick mostly with like time period appropriate castings. Mm. Um, but yeah, the idea well, of this like, is fantasy casting. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't have a very exciting fantasy, BJ. <laughs> Yeah, obviously you're not Dwight in this scenario. In yeah. this scenario. My, my <laughs> second life is assistant regional manager. <laughs> your and your pay is $80,000. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think Gene no, Wilder as it. Michael Scott would be super fun. And like, I'm, I'm trying to mix him in between of like, so many of his like great roles. The and physical just, comedy would be second to none. Oh gosh, dude! I just think it would be hilarious. And the delivery, like Gene Wilder, just has some of the greatest delivery of all time One, when it comes to his lines. And just to hear him say some things, like Michael Scott says, or to watch him whisper, "That's what she said" under his breath. You know, anything like that makes me just chuckle to myself. The idea of Gene Wilder doing one of my favorite Michael Scott jokes, which is uh, where he's introducing Charles Minor, and they're in the break room, and he turns around, and he goes, let's go! And he throws his <laughs> hand above his head and slaps yeah. the fucking door frame. 
That is hysterical if that's Gene Wilder. <laughs> Him sitting there and saying, Minor, I hardly know her. <laughs> Are you coming out yet? Yeah, I'll be right. Yeah, I'll be right. Yeah, I'll be right. <laughs> oh my god. Are you coming out now? That's pretty excellent. You know, what I mean like I just think that like it's just so so funny to think of him. I need that deep fake, guys. I need that deep fake in my life. I need Gene Wilder, <laughs> deep fake Michael Scott. Somehow. AJ will pay any sum of money. Uh, there's there's a I I will give you any money I make from podcasting. I will give it to you. My month my monthly income from podcasting. <laughs> I will give it to you if you give me a deep fake that is 45 seconds long. Does that include this podcast only, or does it include all much more significantly successful podcasts? Across all podcasts <laughs> that I do. All podcasts, That's a pretty guys. decent deal. I'll <laughs> it's be honest. not bad, I would say. I just need that deep fake, guys. I need minimum 45-second, like, you know, supercut Michael Scott Gene Wilder. Yeah. Oh, man. He'd be excellent. All right, we got time for like one Can we, more quick fire on each one, I think, here, guys. So what do we got? I'm I'm moving into the annex. Let's yeah, do if it, I can. I'm going to go a tertiary character when we get to me. Go, Beach. I'm going Aubrey Plaza as Kelly. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. You you just went the... But do you want her to be as, as would, like... Yeah, would she be Aubrey Plaza or would she be, would she be uh, uh, Mindy Kaling? Oh, she's Aubrey Plaza. Oh <laughs> my god. Just like and doesn't she's, give a shit customer service rep. But I want her to yep. be I want her to care about everything else though as much as Kelly does, like dresses and uh, and like the celebrity yeah, people coming to of- her party and like caring about celebrities and like that kind of stuff. Can you have Yeah, both? but I want her to be yes, and she's going to be mean about it. Like sarcastic <laughs> mean oh instead god. of like Instead of like high pitched hyper, she's yeah. like low pitched, sarcastic, mean, and doesn't give a crap about the office. But uh. yep, throw in like celebrity gossip. Like she cares more about Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes' baby than she cares about whatever is going on in her real life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Good. I'm just imagining her like uh, almost her like Scott Pilgrim versus the world character. That's who I've got. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Okay. oh, yeah. Her as, like, the angry barista in that that's just always oh, yeah. pissed off, that's her character in The Office. Oh, my gosh. That'd be amazing. Yeah. As as Kelly. That's uh, that's her character. Somebody comes up, yep. and they're like, and he's like, so what happened while I was gone? Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes had a baby. They named it Surrey. But, like, what else happened? I just told you. I just you. told you. Oh, that's great. What's going <laughs> yeah. on with you? I just told you. <laughs> but instead of yeah. I just told you, it's I just told you. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's the difference in delivery on that. She's just always angry, always sarcastic, yeah. always rude to people. <laughs> um, I that You just made me think uh, of another thing, but I'm going to let you go first, Nick. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go I'm going to go tertiary character and I'm going to stick with uh our um, I uh, I almost said uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, Elizabeth Moss and yeah. our Mad Men theme. I want John Hamm as Charles Minor. Oh man, John Hamm as oh. Charles Minor. So that's a fantasy cast for next week, man. You blew it. What? You think so? But he's not a. He wouldn't be a cameo. Charles Minor is right. like uh, a fairly recurring character. 
To be fair, Fine. I do have some thoughts for John Hamm for our next week's episode. Yeah. I'm glad you put him in into a character that exists already. I love John Hamm as Charles Minor. <laughs> I love that. I want you to imagine John Hamm as Charles Minor when they're at the company picnic and he's talking shit about volleyball. Yes. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah. Him and David Wallace, just the stereotypical good looking chiseled jaw white middle-aged men executives yeah, yeah like, exactly. and they're just buddy buddies they're best friends can like, i can i riff on yours for two seconds please? as, as a, a just because you just said the volleyball thing yeah. it would be uh i actually had a i did have a recasting for david wallace okay and i think it would be great for him standing next to him because in reality this person is actually extremely fit yeah he is jacked and it's jk simmons Oh, <laughs> as David Wallace. But you're thinking like Whiplash, J.K. Simmons, but not like behavioral wise. No, just like, like he's he's shredded. He, he is in very very good yeah. shape. J.K. Simmons is in really great shape, and I think him watching him not only one deal with with Michael's bullshit on a regular basis, and just that exacerbated like look on his face of just like. <sighs> I'm no. imagining him on the phone with Michael choking on tiramisu and him doing that. Yeah. Is this why you called me? Is this why you called me? <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Michael? Like, you think, I mean, I the just, reality is like changing some of these characters into that would also have changed some of the writing. And you know how much fun they would have had with like Michael <laughs> being obsessed with his body and how fit he is. Like, oh my God. My boss, like, yeah. like when Ryan brings him in the McDonald's in the morning and he throws yeah. away the, 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 he's like, I got to watch the carbs. You know, David, David Wallace is, uh, David he's, Wallace. he's on a no carb thing. He's, uh, he's doing a new car, no carb thing. So, much like so Jim so gets obsessed now. with, with, uh, what's his name from Stanford? Uh, oh, for bicycling. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, yeah. <laughs> I want J.K. Simmons as David Wallace so bad just for the meeting where yeah. David Wallace is trying to figure out what Michael is doing right in the, <laughs> yes. in the Scranton branch. I know it's that not. episode. Dude. Holy shit, I want J.K. Simmons so bad in that role. Like The amount of like stress he could bring to the very beginning of that meeting is like... Look, you know, you've been having a great quarter and, you know, doing all this stuff. And, uh, and, and then just like having that J.K. Simmons like mode of like, I'm about to fire you, you yeah. know, of look, Michael, I'm, what are you doing right? Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> and you're just like what? Because <laughs> like, he can be so intense. Be so intimidating, so intense, so he's got so much emotion on his face. Yeah, it is insane, and I just love that idea of him just oh being God. this like this presence that is very intimidating actually to Michael, but also yeah. he just cannot help but be like enthralled with him. Yeah. and then you have it just gives us great idea of like John Hamm and J.K. Simmons, <laughs> and on the other side, and I think that the the exaggeration of how fit J.K. Simmons really is, like he's wearing a shirt that's one size too small yeah. on that volleyball court. Just <laughs> shred. I'm imagining him and like the cutaway. Angela of, is in thr like just like infatuated with him. The cutaway of him like setting a spike up for John Hamm, and they like oh, like chest bump. Basically, they just they just top gun high five. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm saying that's so good. 
I'm going to give you my last one since uh, we're talking about people Michael is enthralled with, okay? My last one's probably not as good as that. Maybe I'll end up cutting this. Who knows, guys? You're in for a treat. Uh, I'm going to recast Ryan really fast. Okay. And uh, it's going to be Kieran Culkin. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kieran Culkin. From like Succession and from succession. also Scott Pilgrim. Also Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Like, uh, his he's, gay roommate, Wallace. Correct. Yes. Um, he's He was... Uh, and by the way, don't forget his Home Alone uh, role that he had. Amazing. Yes. He's uh, uh, the little brother. Take Fuller. It e- Fuller. Take it easy on the Pepsi, Fuller. Fuller, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, like, <laughs> smile that he's got. Smile. But, dude, think of Kieran Culkin as, like, this, this like, smart-ass version. I'm talking the balance yeah. of... Scott Pilgrim and Succession. If yeah. you've watched those shows at all, oh yeah, he's great in Succession. Find that medium of where and and then you actually have almost the the arc, the character arc of Ryan. Anyways, yeah, if you go from there, because he's very kind of laid back, trying to learn, figure things out, and then yeah. all of a sudden he becomes super douche, super arrogant, yeah. <laughs> super over the top. Yeah. So yeah, I was just thinking, I'm like, dude, Kieran Culkin is Ryan. Ryan is Kieran Culkin. Man, that'd be great. That'd yeah. be so much fun. Okay, I'm so, in on it. Uh, but yeah, that's like that was the last thing I could, I could think of. <laughs> oh yeah, that's excellent. <laughs> it's just so good, man. He's just he's just an absolute. I think of him partying in like, and he's still got the longer hair, not yeah. not the two hundred dollar haircut that Ryan no, has. No, the swept over that sort the of swept greasy over hair kind of greasy got. hair partying in New yeah. York with Michael. Yeah, like. You think about like, dude. bro, him in basketball <laughs> delivering the line. Same team, Dwight. Same team, Dwight. <laughs> Same toy. <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines of all time in this show, man. Same and, team, Dwight. Same team, Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> it's just so good. I just think about this, like, and like him just like being like. Uh, like in uh, when Michael goes to his class, yeah, and he's just like you know trying to introduce them, and like even your own employee thinks you're going to be out of business in five years, and yeah. like him just <laughs> throwing Dunder Mifflin under the bus. Yeah, I just I'm here for it, man. That's and great. So yeah, that's what I got. Anyways, that's good. Beej, what's your last one, buddy? You got any more? Got one well, more. you kind of, I th- yeah, you kind of beat me on Ryan. I went a little bit different with my no, Ryan. Give us like, I like it. Ryan. I like it. Give us alternate Ryan. Because, because Ryan in my head, like Michael thinks he's what sexiest in the office, right? Yeah. Yep. And and he and he like stares at him like, uh, yeah. Jim's been staring at me a lot recently, but it's nothing the way that Michael's been staring at me every morning. You know, <laughs> when he's at reception, looking at him through the blinds. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And so, what if like the heartthrob of all the teenagers circa 2009 dream was that role. Chad and that's Zach Efron. Oh. Zach Efron. Oh. Zach Efron. <laughs> yes. Just and, a totally and, different way. And Michael is just 
obsessed with him and and like he wants him to be his friend he wants to be his mentor he wants to be a father figure to him and he just doesn't want anything to do with it like and you're thinking you're thinking like 21 22 year old zach efron like early 20s correct i want him i want him from like bad grandpa or something like that or like neighbors uh, neighbors yeah neighbors yeah that's what i want yeah that's what i want like a little too old to be in college age because he's doing his master classes yeah oh fuck that's so good that'd be so great yeah. Oh, that's really good. Now man. I want to see Zach Efron saying same team Dwight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zach Efron, who's like tall and incredibly athletic. <laughs> Just the idea Drew. of lanky ass, gankly Rain Wilson in this fucking yeah. hentai <laughs> tank to smack in the ball out of his hand. Think of, think of this too of Zach Efron sitting in the back of that car with Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's just like I'm really uncomfortable right now, <laughs> dude. I just, oh man, that's really good, dude. <laughs> that's a great casting. Oh man. Okay. All right. I I, I think we have to call it there, man. Yeah. Unless I, unless we're, we're gonna, gonna, burn, into, we're gonna burn into all our stuff from next week. <laughs> so so. Um. Oh man, that's super fun, guys! If you if you enjoyed this, then you need to stick, make sure you show up for next week too, because we're gonna dive even deeper into this stuff. We're gonna be casting uh, even maybe some roles that don't even exist in Dunder Mifflin uh, land. People and, we would have uh, loved to just seen just in the show, just if they could have appeared in any way, shape, or form into the show. A, a cameo casting, a peripheral, uh, you know, role that they may have done, even in passing. Think think back to. Um, when they did the, uh, when they were trying to find the new branch manager, and you had Jim Carrey come through, yeah. you had Ray Romano, you yeah. you know these are the these are the types of things. How could we incorporate these guys into this show, right? Yeah. And so that's what we're going to be doing next week, and we hope that you will join us for that. And until next time, guys, we just want you to make sure that if you are listening, that you drop us that five star review. You uh, leave us a review that you write it out and also drop us your fan theory, guys. It takes like two seconds. We know you got a fan theory if you're listening to the show. So throw it to us. We can't wait to hear it. Leave it as a voicemail. We want to hear it. We want to hear it. Leave us a voicemail. That's exactly right. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, that number is 319-359-7977. Uh, did I get that right? You did get it right. All I right. knew it this week. <laughs> nice. If he would have asked me this week, I wouldn't have fumbled over it like yeah. I did in the previous week, but yeah. I never, it, he never threw it this way, and that's, that's fine. All right. that's, that's fine. That's all right, babe. That's I all had right. a chance for redemption, and it went squandered. But that's fine. <laughs> Take your shot, baby. You only get one. Uh, everybody gets one. Uh, <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Wait, <laughs> Michael Scott. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys again for joining us. Uh, this week on Scotch and Splenda. Please get at us on social media. You can find us anywhere on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. It's at Scotch Splenda. Uh, if you'd prefer to email us, we've got our email, which is Scotch and Splenda podcast at gmail.com. It's all spelled out. No ampersand, no plus, any of that. Scotch and Splenda podcast at gmail.com. Or call us in, leave us a voicemail. That's probably our favorite. Leave us one of those so that we can play your voice on air. We would love to hear you. The uh, people who listen would love to hear you. 
And we say it every week. It goes straight to voicemail. You don't have to talk to anybody. And that number is 319-359-7977. 319-359-7977. Leave us, the, leave us that voicemail. Perfect. Guys, you can find me anywhere on social media. It's A-J-A-Y-V-E-N-S, A-J-Vens, anywhere on social media. And you can find me, BJ, at I am the beach. That's Beach B-E-E-J, on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, you will find me in most places at Nick Morella. That's N-I-C-K-M-E-R-U-L-L-A. Uh, Twitch is probably where you'll see me the most, um, but you can find me if you dig the, the whiskey stuff, the beer stuff. You'll find me at Morella Nick on Instagram. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much again for joining us. And until next time, we will catch you on the flippity flip. The flippity flip. On the flippity flip. Goodbye. Bye.